When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Shop all things Cherry Johnson at therealcherry.com. Welcome to season three of Cherry's World Podcast. I am your host, Cherry Johnson, and that is my co-host, Mr. Courtney Blackman. Today, I am geeked up. In a minute, you're going to figure out why I'm geeked up, too. Our next guest really doesn't need an intro, especially after you see her face. You're going to know exactly who she is and exactly how we're friends. But for formality, I'll tell you her name. We've got Amy Foster in the house. That's right. This is a Punky Brewster special. My girl Kramer is here to reunite with her girl, Cherry Johnson. <laughs> this is Cherry's World. There is an internet radio station that's generating a lot of buzz. The website is raisedjukebox.com. What's different is, is it features a mix of new and throwback jams across many genres. The first Sunday each month, there are live shows with celebrity and artist interviews. Log in to raisedjukebox.com, press play, and turn the volume up. That's right, raisedjukebox.com. If you're listening to Cherry's World Podcast on Apple Podcasts and iTunes, please give us a five star. Let us know what you think. Leave us a review. I want to hear from you. Thank you. Head over to Grits Tees. That's G-R-I-T-T-E-Z.com. They've got something for everybody. Athletics, humor, spiritual, and the woke communities. Come express yourself through apparel that communicates passion and perseverance. Use the checkout code CHERRY and you'll get 10% off of everything right now. Would you like to advertise on Cherry's World and have your product placed on Cherry's social media for the world to see? Email us now at cherriesworldpodcast at gmail.com for low introductory rates. Cherry's World Podcast. Get heard. Welcome to Cherry's World. Shop all things Cherry Johnson at therealcherry.com. So, Amy, I'm so excited you're here. I did your intro. Okay. And we are just going to jump into it. I made everybody leave my house. No. Why did you let the kids get out? <laughs> I did. Well, Tessa's at like a cheer performance, so she's five. 
But um, I had my husband take Brock to the gym and I was like, so stay with him. Don't come back. <laughs> I need a good hour. <laughs> I have a question for you and Courtney. Okay. COVID is hard when you guys are married. How are you handling? <laughs> As she giggles. <laughs> well, no, yours, yours leaves and goes to work. Yeah. So that's helpful. But how do you handle like keeping the spice and staying friends <laughs> when you're quarantined? You want to take that one first? Me? Uh, well, I mean... <laughs> That's a that's a question for her more. So, I mean, she has to deal with me. Uh, she's easy to deal with for me. Uh, I can deal with her, but I, she has the hard problem of dealing with me. But um, I think we were already friends. So I mean, I don't hate to, I hate to sound corny and cheesy because I know there's a lot of people that's I've known more people that's got divorced over the past twelve months than I know yes. people that stayed together. But mm-hmm. I just thank God it's not me. You know, uh, I just. I just try. That's all I can say. We just try and just make it work. You know, family first. That's all I can say. I'll have a good Yeah. I think you get so wrapped up in life um, in normal times that this has kind of made everybody have to sit back and kind of reconnect. Um, I'm in a little bit different situation because my husband's a firefighter. So his, his work life never ended. So he still was, you know, leaving here and there and but I'm used to his schedule where he's gone 48 hours and he's home for four days. Like that's his normal schedule. Mm-hmm. So we, we always have an ample amount of time where he's home full time. So um, I don't think it hit us as hard, like relationship wise, but, um, but I, like, I think he's, like you said, you, if you're friends to begin with, it, it kind of forces everybody to take a step back, slow down and remember why you like each other, right. how you got here, you know? Right. And both of you guys have been married for a really long time. Yeah. With so many people who are on the fence, going through divorce, what would you tell them is the keys to keeping your relationship together? Wow. Mind your business. That's, yeah. what, that's what we do. Mind all Probably business. what my husband would say too. <laughs> Just agree. Yeah. Just agree. <laughs> Just agree. <laughs> yeah. and, and pick up after yourself. Um, <laughs> Sounds about right. No, I, I think, um, I actually think Courtney said it best. Like, I think the strongest relationships start as friendships. It's people you like as your friend that kind of morph into more. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like that. So remember that you guys were friends first and there's a deeper purpose and love and become each other's friends again. Yep, I do. I really do believe that because I was friends with my husband for probably five years before we ever even started dating. Wow. See, without even knowing, you guys were helping a nation. (laughs) I'm just saying. That's definitely not my plan, because you know how I feel about that. I, <laughs> I just try to mind my business. I don't try to help nobody or hurt nobody. I just, you know, so. That's real. Yeah. I have to ask you, Amy, with, like, all the hype about Punky coming back, right? hmm What does Punky power mean to you? Gosh, I think TV has gone so different now that um, what Punky had that 
is missing in the world now is just that wholesomeness. Um, punky power is believing in yourself, being a strong individual, kind of standing by how you feel and your own opinions and not being swayed because you're maybe different because punky was different. Um, so I think way back when, when our show was a thing, um, there wasn't as many oddities in the world, Yeah. but, um, so I think coming, coming back and, and, and reestablishing that in such tougher times, I think it's what kids need. They need to know it's okay to be different because mm -hmm. when the show first came out, um, it was unusual to be different. Like her life circumstances weren't common um, in society at that time, but now in society, it could be very common. And I, so I think right now, um, kids mostly, but all people kind of need that to know, like, just cause I'm different. Doesn't mean I'm different. You know, I'm yeah. still a human and I'm still the same person and you can still love me and, or like me the same. You don't have to judge me for that. And I think punky power sort of was about her teaching people to not judge each other over, you know, being different. We definitely, we definitely need that now. Um, we do, don't we? What's, what was your favorite episode from the original? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, I think probably my favorite episode, honestly, was Cherry getting stuck in the refrigerator <laughs> because it was just so, like, intense. And for us and, and the type of um, content we had, we didn't have a lot of serious – I mean, we had underlying seriousness but it was really kind of like fun loving a lot. So that was one that just was really like hit differently. Mm. Um, so I think that was probably one of my favorite to watch for sure. Um, <laughs> and then I always have one that just sticks out in my head. Um, and that's when Margo lost all her money, but it only sticks out in my head because I broke my nose that week. And so do you remember that Cherry? Yes, on the chair. Yes. yes. And your mom and my mom were gone shopping. Yes. Because like, it was around Christmas time. Yeah. And so I had to go to the ER with our set teacher. Yes. And they and we came out and they were like, listen, she's going to be really bruised in about 12 hours. So if you can shoot now, do it. And we literally busted out that show in like the next six hours. It was crazy, that episode. And so that one sticks in my mind just because of that. You know what's so funny? We just watched that. So your really? niece is watching it. Your niece goes, Mommy, Aunt Amy is the sassy one. She's so sassy. <laughs> and I was like, I never That's a nice that. word for it. <laughs> right? I never thought of you as sassy. But when we were watching it, I didn't remember that you had broke your nose, but your face was so sad and you had your tears. And I'm like, now that you're saying it, I'm like, oh, maybe that's why. Yeah, she's <laughs> really swollen. <laughs> Yeah, oh, the words are so good. Yeah, no, for real. But I just remember us like managing it on our own at like 11 years old because our parents were out. And we were afraid to let tell anybody they weren't there. Yes, yes, because you had to sign guardianship papers back then. Right. And another parent would watch you. And right, yeah. To, to Ruthann. I think either that or I, my dad might have been there, but you know, my dad couldn't have got to the hospital. So I think it was that, but um, I don't know. I don't know. But I, that one just sticks out in my mind because it was such a crazy event. 
But my favorite to watch is probably Cherry in the Refrigerator. That was an amazing episode. I'm talking about you losing everything because as such a young actress, you brought such emotion and it was a range. Mm-hmm. Um, it still had to be a comedy, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah, so it was different, yeah. Now, Courtney, I have to admit, between the two of us, Amy has always been more mature and <laughs> she's always been like very serious about her craft. So while I didn't even understand that we were working, Mm -hmm. for her, this was her career. Like she was serious. Mm -hmm. Do you remember like diving deep and like studying? And because I don't, I mean, I think I just showed up, dude. I'm not (laughs) (laughs) I think we all did kind of. Um, No, I mean, I remember maybe like a little bit before. I, we started the show or maybe early on in this show, I remember training a little bit um, because I had really gone from primarily commercials into television. So I remember training a little bit then, um, but not really during the show because we just didn't have time. Yeah, no. So we just didn't. Um, but I do remember as a teenager doing that more. This is Cherry's World. Head over to grits.com. That's G-R-I-T-T double we got something for everybody athletics humor spiritual and woke community come express yourself through apparel that communicates passion and perseverance use checkout code cherry and get 10 percent off everything right now you were amazing just so you know courtney amy is also the talented one so no she- Thing, and she no, I was just the crazy daring one. <laughs> <laughs> that too. <laughs> but so Leigh and I were talking about the tap dance episode. Oh my gosh, remember? I just saw that. Did I just watched that like last week. Yes. Yeah, we did too. And my baby was watching it and the baby looks at me and she goes, mommy, so you and Aunt Soleil can't dance. Aunt <laughs> the one. And I said, how did you know? And she said, funny. she said, well, they put you off to the side. And she's six, but she figured it out. She was like, well, they yeah. put you off to the side and you were like off beat. She said, but our Amy, she just knows everything. Wow. And I was like, that was a lot of pressure <laughs> that week for Soleil and I. I know. I know. I felt like, honestly, it was a little bit unfair because I had been tap dancing since I was literally like four years old. So, I mean, a lot of people don't even realize that that's how I even got in the industry. Mm. Yeah. So. And, so not only does she tap dance, I just got to gloat a little bit and then you could tell us the story. Okay. She can tap dance, she can clog, which I had never heard of yeah. before I saw her do it. Yeah, um, I don't really know why anybody would. It's <laughs> odd that that was even in my repertoire. <laughs> but ballet, jazz, and you could sing. So can you tell us how you got started in this whole acting thing? Yeah, so um, really acting just fell in my lap because I lived in San Diego. We lived in a really small town in San Diego. um, And I just started taking dance lessons when I was really little. I had just asked to, like, I think I wanted to take like a ballet class or something like that. And it just kind of clicked. And I um, danced a lot and started doing like dance competitions. Um, And one of, and and literally my dance teachers were two ladies that did it like in the back of their house. Um, Yeah, it was just like this little like 
you know, man-made little, not even really a business, you know, just kind of a little hobby they did that kind of became big because we started winning. Um, but anyway, long story short, one of the owners also played the piano and sang a little bit. And so I was doing, I want to say a routine that was like Shirley Temple. And so she was like, wouldn't it be cool if she like did singing and dancing? It was like a song and dance thing. And, um, and so they brought me in to see if I could sing and it just, we found out I could. So that kind of was what <laughs> happened. And, and so that particular routine, because Shirley Temple used to tap, they had me do tap dancing and singing. Mm. And, um, and we did little like regional competitions, nothing big, but I, I happened to keep winning all the regionals and it sent me to this national, which was the United States tap, tap dance championships. And I won That's it and cool. I was five. Yeah. And so when I won that, an agent was there. And so they kind of approached me and asked if I wanted to um, come and meet them. So I did. We went and met them. And um, again, I was like five and we're from a small town in San Diego. And we were kind of like, oh, maybe we'll think about it. And then for my sixth birthday, my mom said, what do you want to, what do you want for your birthday? And I said, I kind of want to do that thing the agent said. And she was like, you want to try that? And we were like, yeah, yeah, we would like, I would like to do that. So that's kind of it. And then she let me sign with them. So I just started auditioning and, you know, I did a lot, a lot of commercials, a lot right off the get go. And then kind of delved a little bit into, um, television and, um, ended up with Punky. So it was kind of crazy in the beginning because, um, we were commuting and we came home one day and my dad had a for sale sign up. I was like, yeah, this is crazy. We're going to need to move. <laughs> so, so uh, we moved to Orange County. We didn't go to LA, but we moved to Orange County. You know what? Not to be funny, but Amy is the one that told me that Punky was coming back. Was having a reboot. <laughs> really? Well, and I found out from, um, my son plays like uh, travel baseball and I was at a baseball tournament and this other mom from a kid on his team goes, are you going to do the new punky? And I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and she showed me this whole article and I was like, wow, I don't know anything about that. I'm going to call Cherry. And then you didn't know either. <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> Amy called me and I was like, what? I know. Are you serious? And she goes, it's on the internet. I don't know. Last it must be real. <laughs> I know, right? Nobody's know. called me. You can, I guess you can ask me what I thought about there being a reboot. Maybe? Yeah, okay, here we go. Okay. So what, what did you think <laughs> about there being a, a, a new reboot of Punky Brewster? Um, I was happy to see that because I had seen so many other um, sitcoms from sort of our generation, some were even a little bit after us, that were doing that. And, um, and it was actually working. Um, like they were coming back and they were pretty, pretty good. They were decent and, and, and had a pretty good following. And I thought that would work because there's something about Punky Brewster that has lifetime fans. So I think that not only, even though our fans are adults now, I think they would, not only do I think they're going to turn it on just for like the nostalgia of it, um, I think they want their kids to watch it. Yeah. 
So I just think it's going to be perfect. I think it's a perfect timing. Um, I think the world needs sitcoms again. I don't think that exists like it used to. Um, I mean, Cherry, if you think about it, like when we were doing the show, all of the other sitcoms simultaneously at the time with kids in them, mm -hmm. like we were all friends, like yeah. all events were together. Like we were very social in that aspect. And, um, and I don't know that like actors in the youth quite have that anymore. I don't think they do. Not the way we did. And, and no. I was great with it too, because they always like had those parties. Mm -hmm. you know? And not like questionable parties. Like, cause everybody always says, ah, oh, was there bad stuff around you? And you, not like that. Mm -hmm. But they were very, um, like dinners and dances yeah. and the kids from every show, you know, it was like a celebration. Yeah. It yeah. was a, that's what it was. It was a celebration of all of our wins. And I think at that time, like the network really championed us. Totally. And there were some parties that were network specific, but there were also some where it would be a mixture of kids on other networks at the time too. Oh yeah. Um, they talk about yeah. Alfie's soda pop club, right? <laughs> yeah. So, I still talk to him every once in a while. Really? Yes. Is Isn't that crazy? Huh? How is he? He's good. He's in LA and just does his thing. But yeah, we laugh about it all the time. Um, it's so funny because every time we talk about it, there's always some comments about, oh, I've heard about that club. I never saw nothing funky there. Did you? I don't know. Either I was so naive to a lot of stuff going on, or it's just a bunch of stories because <clears throat> I didn't see it either. Um, and quite frankly, like, yeah, there's those few child actors I know that maybe things didn't go well as they morphed into their teenhood and young adults, but it's not that many. I mean, in the grand scheme of how many child actors we were friends with, majority turned out just fine. I yeah. love that you say that because I always say, like, I hate when I get those questions. How did you duck the child star curse? I'm like, hold right. on. Didn't you go to school with somebody who did drugs? And, and that's what I was just oh my about gosh. to say. Like, Cherry has made me realize, like, it's just like high school. And like like you said, I, I know friends that fell off on the deep end. I know some that are perfectly fine. So it's the yeah. same thing. Yeah. I actually think it's cleaner than high school. I'm going to just say that <laughs> because I have a high schooler and one going into high school. And some of the stories and things I hear and see, I'm blown away by. So... Um, yeah, I agree. I, I think anything that could happen in high school, of course, is going to happen in the industry because it's just the age. Yeah. So, and, and things are just, uh, now I would think it's worse because stuff is just more accessible, you know, bad stuff is more accessible. Um, yeah, no, I always get the constant question. I remember when my kids were really, really little and people would be like, oh, are you going to put them in the industry? And I'm like, well, you say it like it's a curse. <laughs> no, I mean, it's, first of all, it's not a curse. Um, you know, and then there's other people like, why aren't you doing that? Why aren't you doing that? But right. for me, it's, it's, uh, I think it's a very personal thing. It's either something you love or something you don't. And I think that's something that you allow to be something they ask for because it's something that they're interested in. You know, all you can do as a parent is, put out all the ideas of what there is in life, but they have to ultimately choose what clicks with them. Um, and I think some of the kids that did grow up in the industry and maybe do have, uh, you know, a 
a not so happy story with it. Or maybe kids that didn't really want to do that. Because, you know, you do come across situations where it's something the parents want them to do and they don't really love it. And if you don't love it, it is a job. It's every day. It's Monday through Friday and it's all day, you know, so you have to love it. So I don't know. I just kind of think that um, I personally didn't have anything negative with it. And like you were saying, we went to those parties. I didn't see negative stuff there. No, me neither. And I love that you're saying that. And I love that you're saying that maybe those kids didn't want to do it. Maybe they're living out their parents' fantasies. Because I teach kids now. One of my biggest mm -hmm. things, I take the kids in the room. And my first question is, do you want to do this? Or do your mommy and daddy want to do this? And if they tell right. me, mommy and daddy, I walk right out with them. And I say, oh, your kid is so lovely. May I speak with you for a minute? So I can't teach them. Wow. Yeah. This isn't what they want. Yeah, they get really angry with me too sometimes, but I'm mm -hmm. like, I'm not doing that to a kid who don't want to be here. Hmm. Yep. No, I think I came across a lot that, that often I felt like where, you know, as I'd get to know that child um, personally as in a friendship way, I would learn that they don't, this isn't what they want to do. And I used to think that was just so sad because um, it, it absorbs a lot of time out of your life. It's a lot of your childhood. So yes. if it's not what you love, um, then let them do what they love. You're only a kid once, as we all know. That is a very short part of your life. Short time, yeah. You know? This is my book. Cucumbers are delicious. My mom tried to hide me from the public, but it didn't last. I have big dreams, you know. Make sure that you can find it. Well, how, how, how do your kids uh, look at you and do they, I mean, I know they look at you as mom, but do they, have, mm -hmm. you know, would you be in, you know, a child star? Like, how do they look at that? Do they it's so funny because um, for a long time, they didn't really know. Um, and not because it was like kept for them, but it was just more so that the show wasn't on and it wasn't something we talked about all the time. Um so as they got a little older and kind of understood things more, um, they did know that that's what I did growing up. Um, my kids are really different from each other. So my daughter, um, she's a dancer. She has delved into the entertainment industry. She has that artistic flair and, and it very much so interests her. Um, and she has, she has worked. She has, she has gone that path. Um, my son, on the other hand, <laughs> thought he would want to because his sister was doing it. So he was like, yeah, I want to try. I want to try. And pretty much the first time he ha would have to miss baseball practice for an audition, he was like, oh, yeah, no, I'm not doing that. No. Mm -mm. That doesn't, no. You can tell them I'm not coming. I'm not going to not go to baseball. Yeah. And he says now that he thinks it would be awful for everyone in the world to know who you were. <laughs> like, he's like, that sounds terrible. I don't want that. My daughter would think it's fantastic. Mm. Um, <laughs> but, um, but they both, it's kind of interesting because their friends will ask like, Oh my gosh, your mom was on TV or, and they're not super like impressed, I guess would be the right word. I think they've come to realize that like people on TV are just normal people. Mm. So, and probably because they've, 
you know, met other actors from me that are my friends. And um, like when they see Cherry, they don't, they just, she's Cherry. She's not Cherry from Lucky Brewster, you know? They can care um, Yeah, it's interesting, um, which I think is cool. Like, I think it's cool that they see that it's somebody's job. It's just what yeah. they do. And you should treat them all the same. And you should never put somebody on a pedestal just because they chose a profession that might be more in the spotlight because they're still just normal. And I remember when we were on the show, um, like, do you remember trying to go to Disneyland? I remember. Yeah. <laughs> one time we got in trouble when we went to Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Do you remember why? Yeah. No, why were, I do remember us getting in trouble though. So we were really bad. <laughs> we were not we, bad. We stole your dad's wheelchair so that we didn't oh, have yes. to sit in line. The line. That's right. That's right. We did. Oh, wow. Okay, that's bad. Wow. <laughs> Looking back, that is a little bad, I guess. <laughs> that was funny, um, though. But your dad was so amazing about it. <laughs> he used to have this cane that collapsed. Yes. So just so you know, Amy's father was like my crush. I adored Arnie, right? Arnie was my man. Arnie had this cane that collapsed and he would fake like he was going to hit us with his cane and it would break and it was like this big ordeal. So when we right. came in the house, he was like, <laughs> where's my chair? Yeah. <laughs> and we were scared and our mom saved us. And <laughs> yeah. How, how did you guys steal a chair and go to, how did you guys do that? <laughs> well, he had a few chairs, so we didn't leave him like stranded. Yeah, but we just took the electric one. <laughs> oh we, yeah, we weren't gonna push. We're like a scooter. Like... It was one that we could both kind of get on. But regardless, um, <laughs> wow, <laughs> we'll just kind of pass over that. Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, yes, I'm sorry. I do remember, like going <laughs> at Disneyland. Yeah, and just, just wanting to do something simple. You know, we were like, I don't know, nine or 10. I just wanted to go to Disneyland for the day and ride rides. And we were like, I don't know, maybe 20 minutes into being in there. And we realized, yeah, we're not going to get on a ride. That's not going to happen. Not, not only were we um, there and, and the show was airing at the time, but we were all there. Yeah. It was all three of us. And oh, um man. <laughs> yeah which we didn't really think through we just you know we just that's we were friends and so we wanted to go to Disneyland with our friends like that was just what we do you know that we you guys that had no security or nothing with you who thought about no that? we had Cherry's mom <laughs> <laughs> she was security she's security but we didn't um, like, we didn't think to call ahead Super we didn't think of ourselves like that. No. We just did it, you know? And so that's kind of what I'm saying with my kids is like, I like that they look at it as not like in awe of it because that's all kind of we wanted. We wanted everyone to just be like, oh, no big deal. They're here and let us go about our, our day. Yeah. You know? Didn't happen. No. Wow. Thankfully though, that's before the era of like paparazzi and all that. So that's so funny that you say that. Did you know that you were famous? 
Um, no. See, I would have never called myself famous. No. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Soleil and I all have the same answer. When you, Soleil was like, come on, Cherry. Really? Yeah. Like, I when I think famous, I think like Michael Jackson. Yeah. You know, like, I don't know. Like, and I, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I did not think that of myself. No. I thought... I thought more along the lines, like, oh, it's so cool that I booked a fun job. Yeah, absolutely. I knew we were popular. Yeah, and I knew, like, the show was popular, and I knew people loved the show, but I never kind of put it in terms of loving me or us specifically. You know, it was more like, oh, they love the show Bunky Brewster, and they were on it, you know? Um. I did at times though, because like our sister show was Silver Spoons, you know, mm-hmm. and um, and so sometimes I was always like amazed by how in awe people were of Ricky Schroeder, because I was like, why is he so special, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and Alfonso. Oh yeah, totally. Alfonso Ribeiro had all the girls, and I was just like, really? And did he really? See, I just remember everybody being his friends. Oh no, the girls went crazy. Like when you guys came to my birthday party, uh-huh. It was a big deal. Amy was in the house. Soleil was in the house. Alfonso was in the house. I mean, I guess they were my friends, so I grew up with them. Mm-hmm. They didn't pay me any attention. But when you guys came over, I was like, what is wrong with you people? Pipe yeah, down. I just Wow. I just don't, yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. I, that just was normal to us. Like those were the people we saw all the time. Um, you know, when we'd have to do events or something on the weekend for like publicity for the show. Um, those were the, all our friends that were also there for their shows. So we just didn't think of things that way. We just. So, so being a kid and someone and another kid asked you for an autograph or anything, did you, you guys felt like that was just weird or, you know, or just. No, I mean, I mean, we got asked that often and we were just, we thought we were just flattered. Like, oh my gosh, you want my autograph? Okay. And we'd sign it. And that's kind of what that, that's kind of what got us in that Disneyland story is, um, a, a group of kids walked up, they asked us for an autograph and we were like, sure, of course. And we didn't realize by doing that for one, it was going to create a line of a lot of people. <laughs> and so we, that's what, that's what held us up as we were there signing autographs and um and then that's we kind of looked at each other and we're like yeah I don't I don't know how we're gonna get up, get away from this like we're gonna we're gonna have to just do this whole day mm-hmm. yeah this is just gonna be what we're doing <laughs> because we were so young we didn't say no to people no you don't I mean how do no we? yeah we would have never so we just kind of did that and and Amy, that our day. he has such pretty handwriting and I'll never forget. It was like, to whatever your name is, miles of smiles. <laughs> <laughs> I know, because I have a few of them. Okay, okay. I got the pictures. The things we remember, right? Yes. It's crazy. Man, I love hearing these stories. I, I, I adore I adore her. You know what? People always ask me. So let's, I'm going to let you answer this. Okay. Are we friends? Oh my gosh, yes. It's so funny. Um, just like a week ago, my daughter was kind of going a, through a thing with friends. And um, and she was uh, 
labeling like best friend or, you know, this one's my best friend and this one's my friend and this, and I was like, what, what is that? Like, why do you have to label that? And, um, and she goes, well, you know, like a best friend means like you have to give them more time. And I used you as an example. And I was like, no, you don't have to label friends. But a friend is somebody that you could, I said, but somebody that's truly like your best friend is somebody that you may not see for like two years because life just takes you in different directions. Yeah. But when you come back, nothing's changed. I'm like, when you experience that, that's when you'll know who your best friends are. You don't have to say, you're going to be my best friend. And now we have all these rules, you know? So, um, and I, and I used our friendship as an example. I was like, Cherry will always be one of my bestest friends. Soleil will always be one of my bestest friends. We went through things together that nobody would ever compare to. Yeah. Uh, we grew up together, but you know, you become adults and you have different paths and, and, you know, things take you in different directions. So you may not see them every day. And I used to see them for hours every day. But I got pregnant and yeah. somebody walked in the door and said, give me my baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you, and, and so when people ask, people ask me that too, like, oh, are you still friends with them? And I'm like, I'll always be friends with them. What are you talking about? Yes. Yes. They know things about me and saw me go through things in my life that nobody else ever would or could. So of course. Yeah. Um, it's just different. Yeah. People yeah. always say like when they work on a show, like, Oh my gosh, they're my family or, you know, I lot, you know, it's, I can't believe it's over. That, um, you are, you are like family. Oh, um, yeah. it's a different, you know, they don't, you like your, your siblings that you oh, grow up with and you live in a home with all the time. That's what being on sets like. Yeah. Cause you're there all day. For a lot of days. <laughs> <laughs> and I, For I'm, a lot, a lot of days. I'm serious when I talk about like I had a baby and somebody walked in the hospital. Yeah. Wow. And I was so happy to be able to hand her over to you, you know, because she had been there with me through the whole journey. Like, that's my friend. For, You're going to make me cry. I'm sorry. Don't cry. <laughs> Just like I yeah, laughed. Yeah. Because I don't know what I was going through a few months ago. I was uh, well. You I, were in bed for like months. Yes, <laughs> that's what you were going through. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm saying, like, just a couple months ago, I yeah. was up in the middle of the night uh -huh. and I was texting two two ladies, and they both text me back at like four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I never thought about it again. And guess who those yeah. two ladies were? Amy and Soleil. Wow. Yeah, it's just, a, it's a different, um, I'm always amazed when people ask me that, like, are you still friends? Why, why wouldn't we be? Like, really? That's just a, yeah. Cherry's World, New Music Spotlight. Spotlight. Hey, Cherry and Courtney, and everybody listening to Cherry's World podcast, I want to thank you for showing love to my song, I Choose Happy. You know, it is the song version of the book. Uh, finally, I fixed a problem that we talked about on Cherry's World a couple years back. So anyway, man, much love to y'all. It's Marcus Parker, a.k.a. I'm Positive, and Choose Happy. I choose happy, even when this life gets hard. I choose happy, still I keep my faith in God. I choose happy, even when emotions get scarred. Don't let your problems change the person you are. I choose happy. 
Even when this life gets hard, I choose happy. Still, I keep my faith in God. I choose happy. Even when emotions get scarred, don't let your problems change the person you are. See, I know I'm not the only one to live with the issue. Like when the person you in love with don't even miss you. Like when the job you really wanted don't even pick you. Or you trusted someone and found out they wasn't with you. See, it's a long, hard journey. This thing called life. And that goes for the children, the husband, the wife, the cousin, the uncles. Ain't nobody excluded. That's why I wrote this song to keep you grounded and rooted. Looking towards the future with your eyes on the prize. Know it's a blessing just to be here. Cause many done died in 2020 Man, I swear, that year was a beast And I've been around since 74 A O to the G To witness a lot of violence So I speak peace Seen so many ways they talent So motivation I teach And whoever I reach I wish you nothing but good So when they see you smiling Just make sure it's understood I choose I wanna be featured Cherry Johnson 75 Music Spotlight what was it like for you uh, when the, when you heard that this was going to be the last season and then the last episode of the original Punky? Like, what did it feel like? What did it feel like for you guys? Yeah, like I think for a little while we were all in kind of disbelief. Like, oh no, that'll change. They'll pick it up, you know. Um, I think a lot of us were in, in denial for a bit. But then the reality came and, and yeah, it's, it's hard. It's a hard adjustment because it's what you do every day with certain, and, and, and it's like beyond just Cherry and Soleil and, and um, Susie and, and George. It was, um, I mean, it's down to like your wardrobe people and your prop guys that you're friends with. And those are like your people, you know? Um, so it's, it's a weird detachment. It's hard to detach. Um, but on another note, you kind of know that those people aren't going to go away. Um, and it's kind of exciting to get to try something new. Um, but, but scary, on the other hand, because it's such a comfort zone, you know? Yeah, so it's a weird change, but. And you went on to do many, many, many other projects. Yeah, I, I think that's what kind of... Um, made the end a little bit easier was literally as I finished it is when we started um, True Beverly Hills. And that was kind of a, I don't know, that was a lot of months and, and, and a lot of girls, you know, so I was surrounded by just new people. Um, not that it replaced it, but it just kind of made it not so shocking off the get go. But, um, and speaking of True Beverly Hills, it also uh -huh. has a cult. Oh, don't cry because you're going to make me I know. I got up and walked away and tried to come I back. Know, I'm still crying over you, baby. <laughs> I was one of those that was in denial. Yeah. Monkey was over nothing to me. And yeah. I just thought that I was going to come back. I, I was, yeah. You did. I did. <laughs> you did now. <laughs> Right? Yeah. I didn't know you were right. Saying. You just had you were just a few years off, but you were right. <laughs> I did though. I just knew that like I was gonna come back and I was gonna be standing next to my friends and I don't know. Like I never Okay, sorry. So the, okay. there was little girls dressed up as Girl Scouts and on a stage doing a whole dance performance for the competition to cook to the all the it was kind of a uh 
like a medley of all the songs from the movie. So, yeah. Amazing. And so everybody asked me too, they're like, what is Amy doing now? Mm -hmm. I get that a lot. So, so as you know, and probably, I don't know that they know is I did work after Punky for many, many years. um, And then kind of actually did a short stint of kind of delving into the music industry. And I, I moved to Nashville for two years and, and did that. And, um, and loved it. But um, while I was living in Nashville, I was dating my now husband and um, kind of knew that just wasn't where we wanted to land. I actually could have lived in Tennessee. I actually really liked it. Um, But all my family was here. So it was kind of hard to be apart from them. Um, But he was, um, he was, you know, trying to get a job as a firefighter and he got hired and it was here. So I came back and we ended up getting married. And, um, and it was when I, um, was pregnant with my first that I decided, um, that I just wanted to be home. I get it. I get it. Cause you know, I, I went through the same thing. I actually left California. I won't say where, you know, yeah. (laughs) I left California and I just wanted to be mom. Be a mom. Yeah. I just, um, I knew what his schedule was and I knew with my schedule and his schedule that would need someone else to step in. And I just kind of didn't want to share that. I mean, I selfish as it may be. Um, I just didn't. And I thought, you know, it's not like I was new to acting or the industry that I was still trying to have the moment. I thought, you know, I'm pretty lucky and pretty blessed and I got to do some really awesome things. Like I feel like I've succeeded in that and now I want to succeed in being a good mom. Um, so I kind of just pulled the brake and just stayed home. And then, you know, then I had another kid and then I was busier and then, you know, and then years go by and you're like, wow, huh, it's been that long. People ask me all the time if I, if I would go back into the industry now, yes, maybe I would. Cause my kids are self-sufficient. Um, if anything, I'm now to the point where I'm almost begging for their attention, <laughs> you know, right. like, Hey, don't you want to hang out with me today? <laughs> right. So, you know, now looking into my life, I'm like, now I could probably pull it off and it wouldn't, um, hinder their time. But I thought, you know, it's their turn. Let's make it their turn and their time. So, um, so yeah, I'm just, I'm married with two kids and, and being a really busy mom. And that's such a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. It really yeah. is. I, I, I feel you because yeah. that was my plan to be mom. I mean, once you look at that face, man, you don't want to leave that little face in the hand yeah. of somebody else. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And I didn't want to miss moments. Like, uh, once they started doing things like Jessa started dancing, I didn't want to miss any of her performances. Um, Brock started playing sports. I didn't want to miss games, you know? Um, so that was kind of, that's how it, it grew to being longer is, um, as they got older, they had more stuff that I wanted to be at. You know, they were little, I didn't want anybody else to have to take care of them. I just wanted to do that myself. Um, but as they got older, I just didn't want to miss moments. Um, and that's, that's what people don't understand. It's a job, but it's not the kind of, it job. Is. you don't have sick days. You don't, but you know, and God bless. There are so many people in this world that have 
amazing professions and kids and they do a great job at it. And um, I think it's just a personal choice. Um, Cause we don't get you know, to home by five. You don't get to get right. five and, and you don't. And, and, you know, maybe because I did work all my life, um, I didn't mind the idea of just being home, you know, like me taking a break too. Um, and I didn't mind any of it. Like I loved every minute of working and being on set, but, um, you know, I think the, com the combination, like, eh, it doesn't sound so awful to me to stay home either. But wait, you said get a break, honey. You don't get a break. You've got two kids. No, I was fooling myself by thinking that. <laughs> no. Mm -mm. It's not a break. I still don't think I get to use the restroom by myself anymore. You know, like <laughs> if it's, they either walk in or they need something. I'm like, seriously, it just takes me like 45 seconds. Can I just have 45 seconds? <laughs> what do you need that's that important? Right? Uh, so, um, so yeah, I mean, that's kind of, you know, the avenue I went, uh, just, just took a different path. What a beautiful journey. So Courtney's going to kill me for this, but okay. because of COVID, I was addicted. Am I allowed to say it, Courtney? Uh, I'm scared. What are you about to say? <laughs> oh, the play, Courtney, the play. Ha Ham Hamilton. 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 Oh, yes. Okay. So, Hamilton, right? Like, there's mm -hmm. so much in there that I heard of myself, like the song Satisfied, that is so me. And then Eliza's song, Who Lives, Who Dies, Who Tells Your Story. When mm -hmm. it's all said and done and they tell your story, what do you want people to remember? Hmm. Ooh, that is a tough question. Um, I think I just want people to to remember that I that I followed the exact paths I wanted, um, and I was lucky enough to do that. Um, my successes were just a lot earlier in life, um, and I think those should all be remembered. But I think my biggest success is my kids. Man, that's dope. I yeah. agree. Our kids are gorgeous. Actually, oh, thanks. They, <laughs> they're good kids. Yeah, yeah. they're sweet. They are, they're good kids. I, I they're a, good kids and good people. That's I think it's important. important to raise good humans. Yes, more important. Yes. Mm -hmm. I, I had a technical difficulty. I don't know if you guys touched on it, but leaving, uh, leaving, leaving Punky and going to uh, Troop. Uh huh. Uh, why? Oh. She's gonna make me cry. Why? I love my kids too. Your kids, my kids, they're all killing me today. <laughs> <laughs> There's what COVID does. It makes you emotional. <laughs> it makes you appreciate and be yeah. grateful and live in gratitude for sure. Yeah. Totally. Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Courtney. No, no problem. Right. Uh, what was it like? Now you're around other actors, and uh -huh. uh, and now, but you're coming from Punky Brewster fame. Did they like look? Because you're kind of like the veteran now. Even though you're a kid, you kind of like... You know what's really weird, Courtney, is um, at literally every single cast member except maybe two, I already knew. We oh. had already been friends. We had known each other in the industry. Um, you just really get to know people from auditioning, really. Yeah. Um, and then, you're, you know, you may have worked together. Like, you cross paths that way, too. Um, so all of us were 
pretty seasoned mm. coming into that, which was interesting. Okay. Um, we all pretty much knew each other. Um, it was an interesting audition process because they made us audition together. Um, and because there were so many kid roles in it, um, some of us were reading for more than one role, you know, mm. so it kind of flipped around. But but we knew each other before then. And I think probably that was probably a chemistry that is what helped us all go ahead and get booked on that. Um, because we all kind of, a lot of us were really friends ahead of time. We knew each other well enough that I would definitely call some of them friends prior to it. Um, so that's, so that's why it kind of was an easy buffer is because I went into a next production where um, I was surrounded by a big group of kids, which is fun. Um, and I knew them. So it, you know, it, it just kind of softened the blow a little bit of, of punky coming to an end. But um, yeah, I mean, pretty much all of us knew each other. I think like yeah, I said, you like and, maybe two. I was gonna say you and Tasha Scott had been friends for years. Yeah. And Emily Shulman had been friends. Uh-huh. Jenny Lewis. Um, yes. Kelly Martin. Um, I think the only one I didn't know ahead of time going in was Carla Gugino mm -hmm. and um, Aqualina. And Aqualina shockingly actually lived near me in Orange County. And that was just one of her first big jobs. So that was just a big groundbreaker for her. Um, so none of us really knew her. And Carla, funny enough, is was a lot older than us. Really? Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. So, and we didn't really catch on to it for a while. Um, we just kind of were in rehearsals and we started filming and this and that. And then one day we realized, wait, she just drove herself here. <laughs> Like, what just happened? She just got out of that car. <laughs> and we were like, I turned 13 or 14 while we were filming it. And I was one of the oldest. Mm. I thought, I think I was the oldest at that time. Um, and so when she drove, we were like, what is happening? <laughs> and I remember all of us running up to her and we're like, are you allowed to drive that car? <laughs> What are you doing? And she was 18. Oh. Wow. Yeah, that's a lot older. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and to us, that was like old. We were like, oh my God, you're like an adult. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we had no idea. So she was, she was, and that's probably why I didn't really know her ahead of time. You know, maybe right. we didn't really cross paths on auditions or whatever, just because of the age difference. But um but it was, yeah, so she was, she was a bit older than the rest of us, but didn't really seem to matter. She just kind of jumped in and she was fun. She just drove us places now. Now we're like, wait, you can take us. Let's go. Sounds, sounds, like, sounds like my high school. She probably loved it. Yeah, she was like, oh my God, again? What, what did you think about seeing Cherry on Family Matters? Oh my gosh, I love that. Um, it was nice to see Cherry in um, a different at atmosphere where she wasn't Cherry. Mm. And see, you know, to I like that you because that. Cherry never really thought she was at work. Like she really didn't. Mm. <laughs> We'd have to remind her, like Cherry, we can't do that. We have a call time. What do you mean? What? What? Cherry, we can't go have lunch there. We have to be back by a certain time. Why? Like. <laughs> <laughs> it just did not connect 
Oh. No, ever. So it was kind of nice to see her in a different environment. To, so I'm like, I wonder if she knows she's working now. <laughs> but can you explain, like, a lot of people think that I am Maxine, and it's not really who I am. Oh, no. That was getting to see Cherry play a character. Really? Mm -hmm. Thank you. <laughs> and so that's why I enjoyed it, because it was like, because... I mean, the character Cherry wasn't totally you. No. But very, very similar. Yes. Still. Yeah. The character yeah, Cherry still. isn't totally me, but still very, very mm -hmm. similar. I mean, there was little things um, that were very, like, Cherry-isms. But, <laughs> but there was a lot of, you know, there was a lot of stuff that wasn't totally you. And people probably don't realize that just because they just connect the dots of Cherry and Cherry. Yeah. But Maxine was not, no. That's so funny. I never even knew you watched it. Of course I would watch you. Why wouldn't I? I don't know. That's weird. No. <laughs> Did you I guess see like, True Beverly Hills? Yes, of course. Hey, is that, was that weird? Um, my daughter watches Wrinkles. Oh. I'm on gosh. the Wrinkles. Yeah. We'll take you it. have that? Yeah. I didn't know you had that. My mom. Oh, yeah. Everything. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> that was a family favorite. My whole family loved that one. Yeah, because it sings. Yeah. I mean, my daughter cared about the wrinkles. She only cares about Punky Brewster now because people are talking about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's face uh -huh. it. We didn't sing. She didn't care. But yeah. You sang. Yeah. <laughs> well, and it's like puppets and like light. It, yeah, it was. Yeah. If, I think I, I still have like wrinkles dolls, I think. For a sure while, she would do the whole getting out of bed. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Plus, she adores, you know, she adores you guys. Oh, I love that. Okay. All right. I, I, I guess I should have asked this early when Cherry asked the first question, but your husband, okay. did, was he like in all of your fame or did he yeah. just. So that was kind of an interesting. Um, part of my life is um so what do we do we did three weeks on a week off mm -hmm. is that kind of how our schedule was yeah so we had the option of going to the set on our week off and doing school on the set or um or going back to normal school so i did not live in la i lived in orange county so i was about an hour south of la and um I didn't really want to commute to LA on my week off. Cherry, you didn't really either, did you? No, I didn't no. go back. You went back. back. Yeah. So both of us went back to to regular school on our, our off weeks. Um, it allowed me to have a totally separate social life from the entertainment industry. Mm -hmm. um, so I never really experienced too much with my friends of them being like super in awe or impressed. They'd ask questions. They were curious. Um, but the ones that were like my friends that I'd known forever, um, they just weren't. And so my husband, I did not meet until I was older, until I was a teenager, but, um, 
maybe that's kind of why we clicked because he wasn't like super like in awe of it. He was just like, that's so cool. And he, you know, he'd ask like, wow, but he kind of understood that it was a job and not that, you know, it doesn't make me an extra special human being. Like I didn't feel that I needed to be treated that way. And I was, I always appreciated people that didn't, um, think they had to, or, you know, cause the one thing when you're, when you're meeting new people is you always kind of question the, okay, are they sincere or do they think it's cool to be my friend because I'm on this show or I did this movie or whatever, you know, and you could kind of, you could kind of pick them out pretty quick. Yeah. I've dated a lot of groupies, a lot, yeah. <laughs> a lot just dated me because they wanted to be like, Hey, this is the girl from such and such. That's who I'm. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, and no, I think, and I think we were friends for so long that it it was not even even the story wasn't even impressive anymore. Um, by the time we started dating, I love it. <laughs> and you know what? He's like so, um, like masculine guys guy. I, he doesn't really admit he, if he ever even watched Punky Brewster. <laughs> I bet he did. I think he did. <laughs> I think he did, but he wouldn't, he wouldn't admit it. Cause that's like kind of a girl show in his mind. Um, but he has two sisters and they've kind of led me to believe that he's seen it plenty of times. So, um, that is so yeah, no, so he wasn't, he wasn't like that. And I gravitated to people like that. I think, mm-hmm. um, absolutely. I, I don't think we had parents that, uh, ever led us to think we were better than anyone else because we were on TV. Uh-oh. I think if anything, they informed us how we were not any better than anyone else. <laughs> so um, I think that we all were kind of raised to just want to be treated just like everyone else. And so I think that's why we gravitate to um, that. But yeah, no, he wasn't, he wasn't, he wasn't like that at all. Mm-mm. I love that. I love yeah. You. I love you. Welcome to Cherry's World. Shop all things Cherry Johnson at therealcherry.com. There is an internet radio station that's generating a lot of buzz. The website is raisedjukebox.com. What's different is, is it features a mix of new and throwback jams across many genres. The first Sunday each month, there are live shows with celebrity and artist interviews. Log in to RaiseJukebox.com, press play, and turn the volume up. That's right, RaiseJukebox.com. Would you like to advertise on Cherry's World and have your product placed on Cherry's social media for the world to see? Email us now at cherriesworldpodcast at gmail.com for low introductory rates. Cherry's World Podcast. Get heard. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. 
Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real Traveler Reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.